Welcome to the Unpinned Podcast. My name is Fenley and I'm your host, Pinterest Boss Babe, and your magical virtual assistant. With this podcast, I'm sharing everything with you on my business journey and along the way teaching you how to tap into powerful resources. I'd love to provide multiple sources of inspiration and thoughts from others in the business who can definitely relate to your business journey. I continuously empower you as you build your business, pursue your dreams, content creation, and even marketing strategy because everything is not a one-size-fits-all formula in my world. So let's talk. Hello everyone and welcome to the year of 2023 and yes I know I'm a month late but hear me out I actually was feeling super unmotivated for the past two months I know it sounds really silly but I was feeling the weight of the world literally so I don't want to dive into that too much because I want to focus on today's topic which is how to set and achieve goals Um, just a quick note though, like I know everybody probably already set their New Year's resolution, which is great, good for you. I, myself personally, after the first few times of trying to participate in a New Year's resolution, like many, many times in the past, I know I said few times to, you know, not exaggerate too much, but, um, Let's just say that I've had my fair share of failed New Year's resolutions. And here's the small little ticker of the reason why New Year's resolution fails. And this is my own take on it and this is my own perspective. And you are open to any kind of perspective or opinion you may have on the topic. But hear me out on this one. So I feel that the reason why New Year's resolution don't work out or they fail um is because people are trying to dive straight into a habit that wasn't already part of their lifestyle to begin with so if you really want me to put in perspective for you think about people who write down the most common new year's resolution which is like lose weight right Losing weight is an entire lifestyle change, and it's not something that happens overnight, of course. It is something that happens with change. Now, when people write this down, they don't realize like how much of a change that they have to make in order to make this happen. And they try to just dive right into a change of habit in their lifestyle that's not even acclimated in their life already. So what do I mean by this? So let's just say this person was someone who probably only worked out maybe once a week, right? And, you know, diets here and there, but is not fully committed to their diet or what they eat or watching whatever, right? So say this person decides, yeah, I want to lose weight. Okay, great. Um... They're going to have to either, you know, cut out carbs, you know, eat low fat stuff, but they're going to dive right into that. And what if they don't like that? You know what I mean? Um, And then you have, you know, this person trying to go to the gym like five times a week when they're only used to working out one time a week and they're just gunning it from the get go. Like right when they let the horse out there, she's eating salad for lunch and she's, you know, working out five times a week at the gym for like an hour at a time and it gets very very 
daunting. It gets overwhelming. It gets really super duper boring on fat. And it's so easy for this person to slip back into their old habits because like the old saying say, it's, it's very cliche, but the old saying still stands. It's old habits die hard. They really do. So the reason why I feel like most New Year's resolutions don't work out is because people don't know how to create a new habit into their lifestyle. So it was a very interesting um, idea. But in any case, I do want to talk about that a little later. I want to focus on today's topic, which is how to set and achieve goals and I'm not bragging or anything, but last year I achieved all of my goals that I set except for one, and it was a financial goal. I'm not going to lie to you about that. It was a financial goal that I set. I didn't make it, but it's okay. The important part about setting a goal is giving yourself not only that gentleness, but the mercy, right? Because you are at the mercy of your own criticism. And let me tell you, I was not happy with most of the things that had happened or transpired, but it's okay. I have learned to give myself that loving grace and say, you know what, I'm at the mercy of my criticism and I just have to say, I gotta be gentle about it. So I gently criticized myself. I said, you know what, it's okay. I'm going to give it my all. I'm gonna do what I need to do um, next time because I, I am learning, I'm changing and I'm growing. So that is basically how I am accepting that. Mm. Sorry, I had to drink a little bit of something. Ooh. Anyway, so how to set and achieve goals. So my biggest thing is that when I set my goals, I wrote them down on a piece of paper. And by piece of paper, I basically am saying uh, computer paper. That's how big it is. And I wrote fairly big because I used a Sharpie. I used a red Sharpie. Uh, and I set down my goals. Now, the thing about it is I did seven achievable goals, okay? And the reason why I had seven goals is because I wanted, I knew that some of the things that I wanted to do was going to be pretty feasible, like pretty easy. I had some, maybe more than half of them to me was very easy. And the other half was like, um, really hard and it was going to take a lot of time. So you're probably wondering why can't I write down like 10 goals right now? Um, think about it. There's only 12 months in the year and you're only going to give you, you're going to be trying to do a goal every month. And that's, to me, that's overwhelmingly, insane um i feel like you're going to be driving yourself nuts trying to achieve all of those so that's why i'm going to be limiting you to like three or five okay and these three or five goals need to be scary they need to be uncomfortable for you so that way you can you know at least come out of your shell do something that is the least scary, but still a little uncomfortable. So that way you can kind of build yourself up towards the thing that's big and scary. Okay. And you don't have to write them in order because you're probably not going to do them in order. I didn't do mine in order. I wrote them down in 
like I guess to my brain is a priority or something that was really exciting for me. But it was scary at the same time. Anyway, so I rolled them all down and I crossed them off as I went along. Now, you're probably wondering, well, why did I write it in a red Sharpie? This is how my brain works, okay, guys? <laughs> this is really weird. I don't know if this is the same for you. But my brain, you know, because we see black and blue as like the most common color for fonts or writing, you know, the books that we read, everything. Like it's such a common color that we see that it becomes super mundane for my brain. Like my brain just totally just bypasses it. Like it becomes like a subconscious thing to ignore the thing that is like black or in blue writing because it's just not it's just I guess it's just not eye-catching and my brain just completely ignores it and turns it off subconsciously I recently discovered this about myself so it's still a learning thing but um I wrote mines in red sharpie and I put it on my wall right where right aside from my computer monitor so I can see it um, every day. And every day I was able to take a look at it because the red was eye-catching and I believe I was tricking my brain into thinking that's something new and exciting to read every day. I don't know why, but that's just how it is. So grab your purple, grab your pink, grab your green, you know, Sharpie pen or your whatever favorite color pen or whatever you want grab it okay and use that to write down your goals i feel like that attracts your eyes more so that you'll look at it if it's your especially if it's your favorite color right when something's in your favorite color you're more than likely to be drawn or attracted to it so that will definitely help you stay focused and pay attention to whatever your goals are on that piece of paper now as i said you don't want to just dive into the most big and scary thing because that might unmotivate you and then you will become like, um, oh my God, I don't know why I'm doing this. Oh my God. Uh, and then you kind of just give up, right? So start out with the thing that you feel most excited about, but less, but it feels less scary to do. So believe it or not, my, my goals for last year was to start a podcast, start a newsletter, do my Pinterest course, build that up, do a workshop every month, um, do, what was it now? Not do a workshop every month. I wanted to do a different kind of workshop, I think it was. It had something to do with doing a workshop. Uh, do a workshop, um, do a different one. And, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, offer a new service. And then um, the other one was join a community. So I, I, I actually achieved all of that. Join a new community or a networking group, something to that effect. Um, anyway, so I did all that. And you want to know what the the best part was I actually started from doing the podcast and the newsletter at the same time because I knew I could easily do a newsletter 
right? But the matter was just starting it and just trying to create it. So I actually started my newsletter and my podcast at the same time, which was last year in January. And uh, after I did that, um, I moved on to the next thing. And this was just because I knew what I was capable of. And you may think, well, how is doing a podcast or a newsletter scary? It is scary to me. It's not as scary as like, say, doing a course, but it's scary. It's scary in a sense that you know that everybody's going to be reading whatever you put in that newsletter and you're probably going to think, oh my God, what if whatever I put is not even relevant or it's not good enough? You know what I mean? Like you start running all these doubts in your mind. But I'm going to tell you, if you have any doubts in your minds, push them out because that is definitely something trying to interfere with you fulfilling your goals and your desires, right? Because if you did not desire to achieve this goal, you would not have written it down. Obviously, you have a desire to achieve it. So therefore, if you have any doubts, swat them away. Swat them away and give them the no, no, no. Don't be here. Don't be here right now because I'm about to achieve greatness. That is what you basically need to kind of push, push it out, push it out of the way. Um, and when it comes to doing a podcast, I wasn't very good in front of the camera. I tried multiple times and I have to say, I think one of the bigger things about being in front of the camera is that I did not like my voice very much. Hard to believe I started a podcast with me not liking my voice. But um, I guess in my mind, it wasn't just my voice, right? It was myself too. So it was both my image and my voice. And I chose the lesser scary thing. I mean, it's still scary to me to have a podcast and to be on here to talk and rant and stuff. No doubt about it, I do love to talk, but I like to talk to people. And talking to my microphone, to me, is a very weird thing. <laughs> but that's but that's just something I have learned to become comfortable with. And you can even look back at my past episodes, like in the beginning, guys. I had so many different kind of introductions. I had so much stuff going on. And, you know, in the beginning... I had a lot of ums and ums and stuff, and I tried to edit that stuff out, but I spent hours doing it, and I just decided, you know what, I need to strap up my confidence, and I just needed to say, this is it, this is what it's going to be, and that I'm going to run with it, and this, and that's it. I'm not going to edit my podcast episodes anymore, it's just going to be raw and unfiltered, and that's that's just how it's going to be delivered because I drove myself nuts trying to achieve the perfection that I was such a perfect speaker and in reality I'm really not I do still have my ums and stuff and my pauses and my and everything else in the world and I just learned to embrace and accept that and once I did that I actually started umming less and less and less you can go and look back at it if you want totally fine by me if you want to check me out it's an uncomfortable idea but that I just gave you but go ahead and check it out if you want 
And, um, see, look, I did it again. <laughs> Catching myself here. So, anyways, I want to talk about how you can progress towards those goals, right? Learn to use the people around you. Learn to connect with those around you because they are your greatest resource. Don't be afraid to ask other people what they use. More than likely, they're more than happy to share with you. And that's the funniest thing to me is that some people have found it really, really hard to ask someone a question like that. Like, hey, what do you use? It, it just it just mind blows me like people especially if you know that the person you're talking to is someone who is very very helpful i highly doubt that person will tell you hey go to hell go find your own stuff no you want to know how i found anchor as a platform for podcasting i went to a summit and this coach actually shared for free his resource uh, and he was like, this is free. It's super easy to use. You just upload. You can put music backgrounds real easy, super, super user friendly. And you can, you know, send out your episodes onto multiple platforms all at once. So for me, Anchor is super, if you're looking for a pod, you know, to start a podcast, Anchor is super useful. I love it. And it automatically sends out all of my episodes on Spotify, on CastBox, on Stitcher, and I don't even have to do anything. I just upload to that one platform and it just distributes everything for me, descriptions and all. It's it's that it's that easy, guys. It's really easy. But anyway, do what you need to do to start towards that goal. If that means starting a new service, start writing down some brainstorming ideas on what you want to offer um, how you want to offer it just really take those baby steps into breaking down those big goals into smaller you you know smaller doable tasks so that you can tackle this thing right um and you're probably wondering well how do i stay motivated towards my goal if you didn't if you wrote down a goal that you're not excited about and it's a little scary and uncomfortable for you, if you didn't write that down, then you're already lost. Because if you're writing down a goal that you're not excited about, that you're unmotivated for, then that means it's not in your alignment. That means you need to not even have that included. It doesn't serve your purpose right now. Don't do it. Don't do that to yourself because if you are putting something like that down, that means you're basically torturing yourself. You're basically making yourself suffer. And for what reason, right? If you're not motivated or passionate or excited about the goals that you have set for your business, because I'm strictly talking about your business, then you know what I mean? Like you just kind of self-defeated yourself. You're self-sabotaging yourself and don't do that. That's not, that's not healthy. That's not healthy at all. And it's quite discouraging if you were to do that to yourself. So these, these are feasible business goals that you can do um, if you want some inspiration. Other things that I have seen is um, doing, doing workshops, 
um, different kinds of workshops. And you don't have to, when I said I wanted to do a workshop, I didn't specifically put a time frame on it either. Like I didn't say I wanted to do it every month. I know I said that before, but it was the idea in my head, but I didn't write it down. And you're probably wondering, well, why didn't I write down, do a workshop every month? The reason why I didn't write down a workshop every month is because I feel like when you put a time frame on a goal, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And then you're kind of forcing yourself to do something every time, right? So when I said I wanted to start my newsletter this year, I didn't put down, I'm going to send out a newsletter every month this year. No. And again, it all falls back to the news resolution where, you know, I people diving into a habit that's not even a part of their lifestyle, you know? And I, and again, I do want to mention that when I said I wanted to do a podcast, I didn't specifically say how many episodes a month I was going to do or if I was going to do it once a week, every other month. I did not put down that commitment. I didn't put down a time commitment because if I'm not doing an inspired action by a goal that I'm excited and passionate about, then I'm kind of killing my passion, if that makes sense. I don't know if that really makes sense. If I'm not, if I'm not um, really, if I, if I really have to put it into a different kind of wording, it's like, you love this idea that you have and then somebody comes in and bursts your bubble. That's basically what you're doing when you put a time constraint on something like that. When you're trying to force something into a habit, it loses all its sparkle, all its motivation. It, for me, anyways, it loses all of my motivation and dedication and attention because my and i've been realizing this about myself again just reminding you discovering this about myself my body and my mind does not like to do things on a daily i can't do the same thing every time at the same time every day i can't do everything in the same order every day every time it has to be different because if I try to do the same thing every day, my brain turns into mush and my body just goes, ugh, so tired of this. Do something different. That's basically what happens. And that is my reason for not putting a time constraint on a, on a goal because you're just basically pressuring yourself. And when something turns into a pressure, it becomes less joy, enjoyable. And then it just kills your passion and your excitement about the idea because now it's like, well, darn it. I didn't send out my newsletter this month. I'm so disappointed in myself. I did not achieve my goal this year. Sounds pretty harsh, right? So that's why I say don't put a time constraint on yourself. If you miss one month, you miss one month. It's totally fine because you're learning how to do a newsletter. You're learning how to do a podcast. You're learning how to set up a new service. You're learning how to connect with other people 
and maybe you miss a meeting or two. It, it, you're human. You, you're not a robot. You can't be expected to achieve everything all at once, right? And you're not expected to be able to do it every single time. It takes time to be able to come to a point where you can do it every single time. I'm not going to lie. Last year, I missed maybe like, what, two, two months, maybe three. I was late, like for real, on my newsletter. And then for my podcast, like I was so inspired that I had so many ideas and I did my podcast episodes. I, I kept doing them and doing them and doing them and I was doing one every week. And then I came to a point where, holy cow, I was getting tired and I started not having too much inspi inspiration. So I scaled it back to two time, you know, two times a month. And then I thought to myself, why am I putting a time constraint on my inspired actions and ideas? Because whenever I become inspired, it's a spontaneous thing. I can't force myself to sit down and try to come up with something. Like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I still have my shower cap on because I actually came up with this podcast episode idea in the shower tmi i know but still that just goes to show that the goals that you set for yourself you can't be super harsh by putting a time constraint on yourself that's just something that i feel you just you just really need to realize is that when you set a goal i feel like that's a mistake for most people <laughs> they put a time constraint on it and i get it it's because you want to finish a certain thing by a certain time but honestly speaking if you're working at a at a goal especially like three or five at one you know three or five you can work at it a little bit at a time you can uh, you can actually you can actually be able to figure out how you want to achieve these goals in your own way with your own method without having to think about when you got to get that done you get to freely figure out how to achieve your goals without the pressure of having it done by a certain time you get it done when you get it done it's an inspired action and you have the entire year especially if you're only doing three or even five goals you can work on a goal like for four months one goal for four months and i'm pretty sure it won't take you that long but that's just the idea right you have time to work on it to sort it out and you won't beat yourself up about it because life happens sometimes for people and if you put a time constraint on yourself and something gets in the way you're going to start beating yourself up and that's not healthy. So that is my take on how to set and achieve goals. Again, recap. The goals that you set for yourself, you have to be excited about. And they have to be a little bit scary. Scary in a sense that they're uncomfortable. Make sure you write it in your favorite color. And it has to be an eye-popping color. Avoid black and blue because boring. And when you're achieving your goals, and when you're setting your goals, don't put a time constraint on yourself. It's, and even when you're achieving that goal, 
don't put a time constraint on yourself. And that's just for your mental health and sanity. And when you're achieving your goals, you don't have to do them in order. And if you don't know how to go about it, try the thing that's less scary to you first, but you're still excited about, and then work towards the big and scary thing that you're excited about doing. Uh, achieving your goals, take it one day at a time. Only set three to five so you have all the time in the world to achieve that goal for this year and without having to worry about how life's going to pop up and jump out at you and throw all kinds of obstacles. You'll be able to sort and figure that out and you're going to give yourself that space and the, the space and the grace to actually be able to change, develop, and you know, do figure out what it is that you need to do. So anyway, that's my, that's my spiel for the day. I hope that this was very helpful to you. I'm pretty sure it is because we are still in the beginning of the year and it's never too late to set a goal, guys. If you finish your goals by June, great. Write down another two. That's how come I had seven. Because I, I wrote down five. I finished them by June. Not bragging. Again, no bragging. Just saying. I did finish them by June. And I, and you know, I just decided, you know what? I'm going to just add two more. And it was just two simple things. Like, find a community and do a workshop. And I didn't even say that I had to do it every month. I was just like, do a workshop. The idea was to do it every month, but I didn't stick to that idea. I ended up only doing like two workshops last year, something like that. Anyways, thank you so much. And that's all for today. <laughs> See you guys next time. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. If you liked what you heard and would love to hear more in the future, save me to your library by hitting the heart button or the follow button. To stay connected, I have provided all of my social links in the episode's description. And until next time, stay amazing. <laughs>